You're listening to a Radio 191 FM podcast. Now, we are lucky enough to have chatted to Anna Leslie, the manager of the Citizens Advice Bureau Dunedin, um, because it is their Renters' Rights Awareness Week. And anyone who knows me knows how much I love talking about renters' rights um, and tenancy laws. So I was really blessed to chat to Anna this morning. And without further ado, um, here is the interview I had with her. Amazing woman, amazing organisation. Love, love, love. And I hope you enjoy listening. Uh, To start off, can you just speak to the importance of raising awareness regarding renters' rights? Yeah, so um, renting issues are some of the most common inquiries that we get, you know, um, and we see um, questions, you know, around, particularly here in Dunedin, about disputes over damage and who's liable, landlord popping around for maintenance, you know, without really announcing or, you know, following the rules of when he can come around inspections, rent increases, and also um, just flatmates having issues amongst themselves or one of them not paying rent or something. Um, so, yeah, I guess it's a chance to... This Awareness Week is a chance for citizens of vice bureaus around the country to really um, celebrate and promote what we do for communities in this, in this space, you know, and inform people of their rights and responsibilities because most of the issues arise because people don't know their rights and responsibilities. So, mm. yeah. The most important thing for all the listeners to know is that it's a legal requirement to have a written, written tenancy agreement. Mm-hmm. And um, and it's your, always your go-to, you know, if you have any disputes, it sets out all the terms that you agreed with your landlord and um, you also need to keep a record of any changes to any agreement, you know. Um, and it's also important to know your rights when, issue, when issues come up and how to deal with them. There's also something else that need, really needs clarifying is the difference between a tenant and a flatmate. So if your name is on the tenancy agreement, um, you're a tenant, um, which means that you have rights under the Residential Tenancies Act. Um, and as a tenant, you can't easily be kicked out by flatmates as long as you stick to what is required in the tenancy agreement. But on the downside, if you're the tenant but your flatmates aren't, then you're liable for any unpaid rent or damage, you know, and if, if someone leaves without paying. But if, so if your name isn't on the tenancy agreement, um, so there's like a head ten- tenant and then the others are just flatmates, then you are a non-tenant flatmate, so you don't have any rights under the tenancy Residential Tenancy Act, so you can't use the tenancy tribunal or anything. So your rights depend on what you have agreed with the other people you live with, which is why in that situation it's really important to have a flatting agreement, which we have templates for. So I just had to clarify that because it sort of it alters what can happen and how you can raise disputes and stuff. Absolutely. So if your landlord keeps showing up with only one or two hours notice to fix something. As the tenant, you have a right to the quiet enjoyment of your property, right? So if your landlord is not allowing you to have quiet enjoyment by visiting more frequently than is reasonable, you, you should always try talking to the landlord first um, and explain how you feel about the, the frequent visits. Um they might may not might not realise that make you, they're making you uncomfortable, um, and you may just be able to reach an agreement. But if the if the landlord continues to ignore your requests um, to change his habits, um, then you can inform them that as a landlord they have to be reasonable about how often they visit, um, and they have to give you adequate notice um, before visiting the property um, to carry out a property inspection, which is 48 no, 48 hours. If one of your flatmates has been super inconsistent with paying rent on time. Yeah, so in a flat-sharing situation, only like I said before, only the individuals that are named on the tenancy agreement are responsible for ensuring that the rent 
so the property is paid to the landlord on time. Um, so if your flatmate won't pay their share, the flatmates who are the tenants can be liable. Um, it's best to start with the flat meeting. I mean, this is, it really is best to actually have this flat sharing agreement right at the start of the year to say what would happen if someone stops paying their rent. So it's all clear, you know, and everyone signs it. Mm-hmm. So it's binding, I guess. Um, you should always consider, you know, letting the landlord know that your, your flat is going to be overdue or not paid in full due to your flatmate not paying. Um, the, the, you know, the landlord might be willing to work with you on a solution. Um, if you if your flatmate still doesn't pay their share of the rent and they won't pay you back, you can you have the disputes tribunal. Because everyone's a tenant and on the tenancy agreement, the landlord would have the dispute with the tenants because they're not paying, right? And that would go to the um, tenancy tribunal to work out. Um, but if if they're flatmates like we talked about, so they're not on the tenancy agreement, then, it would, then the head tenant would have to take the flatmate to the disputes tribunal. But I mean, it's always a good idea to talk first, like talk first, you, you know, mediate, try and work it out. Like it's sort of the last solution to do it, to, to go to the tenancy tribunal. But if you're a, if you're a renter, you know, you, and you and your landlord knows that you know your rights, they're much more likely to follow the rules as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's really important just to know what your rights are and your responsibilities and then and know what theirs are and their responsibilities. So then you can just have a conversation and we'll say, oh, you, well, you know under tenancy law, you know, you, you shouldn't be doing this. But so let's try and figure out, you know? Absolutely. All right, so if you're renewing your lease, you've decided to stay there for two years, say if most student flats are on yearly leases... Uh, and your landlord decides yeah. to increase the rent. Is there a maximum amount that they can increase it by? If you think it's unreasonable, you can apply to the tenancy tribunal to have your rent reviewed. So, um, if you if your tri- if the tribunal finds that your rent is substantially higher than market rent, you know, or rent of similar properties in the same area, um, then you're landlord you know they can order the landlord to drop your rent to market prices you do want me to talk about how often they're allowed to raise the rent how often are they allowed well they're only in a periodic tenancy which is the one that just carries on Mm -hmm. um you can only do it once every 12 months um and they must give you the correct amount amount of notice so that's 60 days for a periodic one um if, if, it has, if they have an annual rent review, they must include the details of that rent review in your agreement. So it must say what that's going to, what's the, that is going to be an annual rent review um, to inform the tenant, you know, in writing before the tenancy starts so they know, the tenant knows that that's going to happen. And with the annual rent review, the new rate will take effect on, the, on a set date each year. And that should be specified in the tenancy agreement as well. Um, if you're on a fixed term, your landlord cannot increase the rent at all, except as allowed by the tenancy agreement. Um, but it's unlikely you would sign one that, you know, if you have one for fixed term you, for 12 months, you're unlikely to sign a fixed term agreement that says you can have a rent increase in there, aren't you? You know, you pay for that fixed term, particularly for students. They're not, they know the, the amount they're going to pay for the whole year, don't they? Yeah. And so if you feel your home isn't up to the Healthy Homes Act, but your landlord doesn't seem interested in getting it up there or says that it's not possible, um, say the house is too old to insulate or that a heat pump can't be added, what's the situation there and what are the minimum requirements? So the, ha- the, the, the standards are basically heating. So all rental homes must have fixed heater installed that can heat the main living area to at least 18 degrees. 
Um, insulation, there must be a minimum of ceiling and underfloor insulation. And I know in some cases where there's a concrete slab, you can't get under the house. Um, but, you know, a concrete slab sort of has its own insulation properties anyway. Yeah, so a private landlord, which would be like most students and on residential tenancies, from the 1st of July last year that came, they must comply. And they've also got to have a um, a, healthy, a healthy home standards compliance statement in, in, their, in the tenancy agreement. So part of your tenancy agreement should have that statement to say what parts of the, um, you know, what they've done in regard to all those um, home, healthy home standards. Mm-hmm. Do you have any last advice? You know, before you enter any any flatting situation, you should take time to find out about the people you'll be living with. You'll want to be sure that you can get along with them all, um, that you can rely on them to do their share of the chores, um, and that they'll pay their share of the rent and they won't make you feel uncomfortable in your new home. Awesome. Yeah. Sweet. Well, thank you so much for your time, Anna. Uh, oh, really thank you for the opportunity. You are listening to Radio 191 FM. This is the Wednesday Drive, and that was Anna Leslie, the manager of the Citizens Advice Bureau down here in Dunedin, talking about renters' rights for their renters' awareness week. Um, such a cool initiative. Now, if that struck any chords with you, anything you think you might need to look into, www.tenant.arotohu.nz, that is A-R-A-T-O-H-U, is an awesome website put together by the Citizens Advice Bureau and some other tenancy advocate groups here in Aotearoa, um, just to give you some advice and tell you kind of where to reach out, I suppose, uh, if you are in need of help with your tenancy. Um, The Citizens Advice Bureau provides free, confidential and independent advice to citizens on their rights um, and can help you find community services that can support you or be of interest to you. Uh, The Citizens Advice Bureau Dunedin can be contacted on a landline at 4716166 or on your mobile phone 0347161666 or there's an 0800 number 0800-367222 or at www.cab.org.nz or on their Facebook page. Highly recommend you look into that because what an awesome resource. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. You can find more of them at r1.co.nz forward slash podcast.